0: morning and welcome to another episode of Thoughts While I Drive to Work. Uh, I'm just looking here real quick to see if uh, something's working for us. It looks like it is. Okay. Alright. We got unexpected snowfall this morning. I really thought we were on our, our way to spring, but uh, apparently we are not. Ways to go. <clears throat> so I did want to give a shout out to my uh, apparent Swedish audience. Uh, my app tells me the demographics uh, of where the people that listen live. And apparently 5% of my listening audience is in Sweden. So, uh, um, shout out to the Swedish people. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> not really a demographic I intended to pick up. Also, at this point, I have uh, more female listeners than I do male listeners, which is, again, a little surprising considering the, the topics I, I cover. Um, not that I mind. I don't care who listens. If I can help anybody or encourage anybody, then I'm more than happy to, uh, to have you listen. So, uh, shout out to the Swedish community, and shout out to the ladies who are uh, tuning in. We're happy to have you both. Okay, so, content warning for this morning's episode. Um, We are going to be talking again about pornography, so if this isn't something that you want to listen to around um, children or something like that, that's, that's fine. Just content warning, letting you guys know. So, are going to talk about porn again this morning, and I wanted to let you guys know that I found out recently that uh, pornography is a victimless crime. Did you know that? It's a victimless crime. Um, I was unaware. It's something that, uh, and I'm being really, really sarcastic, I hope Pornography is viewed as a victimless crime, but it is one of the most victimizing crimes that there is. So, porn thrives because it's a secret crime. It's a secret sin. It's something you do by yourself in a hidden dark room, in your bed late at night, on a computer when no one else is around. It's something that thrives in secrecy and gets inside your head. And says that other people will think you're gross or weird, so don't, don't tell them. Don't let on this this horrible secret that you have, this gross thing that you do. Uh, don't let them know. It thrives in secrecy. It thrives in the dark. It thrives in being uh, being unknown. And so it makes you think it's a victimless crime. You know, the ladies you're watching on the internet are all just basically actresses. They're just paid. It's not a big deal, um, you know, they're making money, so you might as well help support them. You know, it's a victimless crime. it's not a big deal. Well, unfortunately, that is very, 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 very incorrect. Um, so, first statistic I'm going to throw out there to you almost 40 to 45 percent of women in pornography. Or slaves. but you didn't know that, did you? These are women that are forced into, into the industry. These are women that are addicted to drugs. Um, they're pimped out into making films. They hardly ever see any of their own money. Um, they're forced into doing this. Slavery in America is actually very much alive and current today you think about slavery, you think that it's one of those things that's like, oh, it's just, you know, in some far off country, it doesn't affect me, but actually slavery in America is a thriving um, enterprise, especially in the sex trade, which is just what I'm going to call pornography. It is just the sex trade. Um, Almost half the women in pornography are slaves you to think about that next time that you think about looking at porn or something like that. This woman that you're watching, these people that you're watching um, are slaves and you, by watching it, are supporting this. You're supporting it. It's not a victimless crime. You are supporting it. So, victimless crime, recent interview uh, by Candace Owens. She interviewed, and I can't remember the guy's name, but it's an excellent interview. She interviews a male porn star turned pastor. Uh, I'm not going to get into a lot of his details. If you want to listen to that, go ahead. I think you have to have the Daily Wire uh, membership to listen. So that's something worth getting. If you like good reliable news sources. But anyway, in the course of um, his history, he made like 10,000 movies which is just incredible and what he said was is that in the porn industry there's only like 20 guys so there's only like 20 guys and they cycle through all the guys but there's thousands of women. and he said it's different when you're the guy they pay you it's just like showing up to a 9 to 5 but not a single woman in the porn industry was paid They were all paid through an agency. They were all paid through a pimp, essentially, through a dealer, through somebody like that. None of them actually ever got their own money. And also, he personally, in his three years of making films, knew over 30 girls in the industry that committed suicide. And those were just ones he knew personally. He said that... um, That there was easily five, six times that number of girls that he had heard had committed suicide that he didn't he didn't know personally. So again, I'll ask: victimless crime? Not so much he forces these girls to the point of suicide as their only means of escape. Again, not a victimless crime. So what about you? Yeah, I guess the people that are in porn are victims they're slaves and they commit suicide. Their lives aren't great, but it doesn't do anything to me, right? The end user. Wrong. You know, pornography is one of the leading, leading sources of divorce and marriage. It makes you a victim. It makes you weak. It makes you a victim. By looking at porn. not only are you supporting the slave trade and women who are so desperate commit suicide, it makes you a victim. It makes you weak. Everyone's a victim of porn. That's one thing you'll find out here. <laughs> Second thing it does to you, not only is it one of the leading causes of divorce, it's addiction. And that's a real nasty word right there. It's addiction. It's one of the things that you get addicted to if you look at it. You will be addicted. So now you're an addict. Porn's one of those things that weasels into your mind. It doesn't let go. It's a secret sin. It's something that you do by yourself and you don't tell people about because you're ashamed. Addiction. You uh, lose your loss. You, uh, excuse me. Loss of self is another thing. Another crime porn will force upon you. You lose your own self. You lose yourself in the way that you start putting looking up more and higher than things that you should. You're like, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to look at porn today. And then it becomes your focus. Over things that edify you and qualify you as a person. Things you're supposed to take joy things you're supposed to, I guess your loss of self isn't the best word, but you lose your priorities, what's supposed to make you happy, what are the God-given things that are supposed to make you happy, that God gives for you to take joy in, instead you are replacing them with this artificial, gross um, substitute by Satan. One of the scariest and uh, worst ones here is that it porn trains your mind to view people as objects for your pleasure. Porn trains your mind to view people as objects for your pleasure. When you're looking at porn, you're not going out there and being like, oh, I want to just look at pretty girls because I respect them. Oh yeah. No. When you get on porn, it is because you want to see uh, naked girls doing things and seeing them to make you feel better about yourself. You are using another human being who is most likely a slave and forcibly addicted to drugs to make you feel better about yourself. How does that make you feel? I hope it doesn't make you feel good. That's all I can say. Uh, but that's what porn trains your mind to do. And it's not very long after starting to look at porn. You start to view people in your personal life that way too. That girl in your office, you start to wonder, what does she look like those ladies that you see on the street You start thinking about wonder what they look like having sex The funny thing about porn is It's usually not you Thinking about Ooh, I wonder what it's like with me doing Doing things with these this person or this lady Having sex with this lady It's usually just you viewing Because you're a punk You replace the God-given gift Of a healthy sexual marriage With a woman who loves you and you actually getting to participate in this act of sex. With just viewing naked girls and watching them have sex with other people. Which, I'm going to flat out tell you right now, <laughs> is a pretty, pretty poor substitute. Um, but that's what porn does. It trains you to replace healthy relationships and replace what God has given you as a gift with something that is artificial. Something that will keep you from having what God has planned for you. Something that taints your mind into thinking that people are put on earth for your pleasure. Something that forces you, maybe unknowingly, but you know now, into supporting the slave trade, into supporting addiction, into essentially supporting a trade where Almost 30% of the women have no choice but to commit suicide to get out of it. Next time you think about looking at more, I want you to think about those things. What? What am I giving up by looking at this? What am I giving up in my real life? My life that I live and breathe, not on my computer, not on my phone. My life that I live and breathe and work in. What am I giving up? What are the good things that I'm giving up for five minutes of supposed self-gratification on my phone? What are you giving up? You're giving up something so much better. You're giving up your mind. You're giving up your sense of self. You're giving up potentially your marriage. You're giving up your soul. scary thing. It's a really slow fade. It's not something you notice overnight. You may think you have a handle on it but then one day you wake up and you realize I can't stop looking at it. It's there. And hopefully you'll realize that this isn't the person you want to be. A lot of people don't make that realization. That's just who they are now has made them that way. The scary thing about porn is it is a gateway or a building addiction. You may start off just looking at what they call, I guess, softcore core porn. But then that doesn't give you the thrill anymore. That doesn't give you what you need anymore. So you start up looking at raunchier and raunchier stuff. Maybe you get into... You know, maybe first you were just looking at pictures of naked girls. Now you're looking at videos of them having sex with other people. And that's good. Cool. Then that's not enough. Then you're like, hey, what else is there out there? You start looking at weird fetishes. You start looking at, like, bondage. Things like that. That gets you going. Cool. wonder what else there is out there. Not only does porn warp your sense of self-image. It warps what a healthy sexual marriage is supposed to be like with all this weird crap that eventually you start looking at that gives you unrealistic expectations that are hard for you and your wife to live up to it will make you feel empty when you actually do have a relationship with a woman. But here's the scariest one. After the weird fetishes and stuff you start looking at, guess what's next? Those don't do it for you anymore. And maybe you don't go looking for it. Maybe you stumble across them. Then there's kids. Guess what? Adult pornography and the flesh trade go hand in hand with um, child slavery, with underage and with child pornography. They go hand in hand. It's the same people. It's the same trade. It's the same money. It's the same thing you are supporting. Next thing's the kids. Next thing is kids. And you think it would stop there, but it don't. You want to know what's next. Next, maybe, maybe looking at it's not enough for you. Maybe it's not enough. Maybe you think, you know what, I'm on a business trip or I'm away from home for something overnight somewhere and like I'm not with my wife, not with my friends, nobody will know. I'll go to a strip club. That'll give me the thrill I'm looking for. That'll give me the next mental high. So you do that. Guess what? It's one step away. Do you know what's after that? Prostitution paying for sex. Porn is a gateway sin, a gateway drug that loses its thrill and constantly makes you choose something greater and greater and greater, bigger and bigger and bigger bigger. until you're doing things you never thought you were capable of doing. You know, going to a strip club is one step away from hiring a prostitute hiring a prostitute one step away from hiring a child prostitute now you face the idea of real jail time too these are scary scary things you may think in your mind oh just looking at some topless chicks on the internet that's a long ways away from hiring a child prostitute it's really not though Take you three, four, ten years to get there. But are you willing to spend ten years of your life in an addiction that warps your mind to the point that you are supporting an industry of slavery, child abuse, suicide? It's a scary thing. Scary, scary, scary thing. It's a lot of, and it's something that most people view. It's victimless crime. It's harmless. Oh, boys will be boys. No. Boys will be boys. But men need to be freaking men. Stand up. Don't be a little bitch. Say, you know what, I'm stronger than this. I can do this. I'm not gonna have power over this. You know what porn doesn't like? Porn doesn't like being in the light. Born doesn't like people knowing about your addiction. Tell your brothers. Find some friends. Tell your brothers that you believe in. I'm having this problem. Help me. Seek counseling. There's a ton of good online resources. Talk to your pastor. Find help. Bring it into the light. I guarantee you are strong enough to say no. Replace porn with something else. One of my favorite things, and I, I want to trademark this, is push-ups, not porn. Yours to look at porn is just energy. Put that energy into something else. Beat yourself in the face if you have to instead of looking at porn. Do push-ups. Work out. Go for a jog. Call someone on the phone. Call one of your brothers. Say, listen, pray for me now. I'm struggling with this. Don't get off the phone with them until you're not going to look at it. Remember, porn is a secret sin. So actively, you're not going to look at porn in front of random people. So get around other people. If you even have the hint of looking at porn, it's already in your mind. Get up. Get out of this private secret place that you're in. Get around other people. Flee from this sin. Flee from it. Run. I don't care how silly you think you look. If it just pops in your head for a second, oh, hey, I could look at porn now. It's already there. And that temptation starts small. Pretty soon you got your phone out. Pretty soon you're just, you know, looking at random stuff. Then you know you do a pretty harmless Google search, and then you're in it. No. Flee. At the first indication, put on your shoes. Run out of your house. Go just wander around Walmart for no reason flee. Run. Treat this as the actual spiritual battle and addiction that it is. Because the whole world says that it's nothing. The whole world says that it's not a big deal. So you think you don't have to treat it like a big deal, but no, it owns your ass. It owns you. Treat it that way. Fight it. Fight it are capable the world says you're not capable the world says you are worthless but you are not worthless and you are capable with friends with Christ on your side you can do anything you can beat this addiction you can't do anything sorry I don't want to misquote that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you not what that verse is talking about I'll get off my soapbox but you can beat this you have it in you to be the man God wants you to be, that you are supposed to be. You have it in you. You are capable. Fight it. Alright, guys. Uh, I apologize about the language I used there. This is something I'm very, very passionate about. Uh, So I apologize about the two curse words that I used. Uh, I'm very passionate about this. It is something that is infecting all the young men of this country. It is something that Satan is using to infect the world, to warp it. I'm very passionate about this and it makes me really sad. All right guys, let's uh, let's pray for the day here and then I'm going to get into work here at the hospital. Dear Jesus, thank you for this day you've given us, this gift of this day. Lord, I thank you that you give us the ability of choice, even after we've stumbled, even after we've failed, Lord. We can always turn back to you. You'll greet us with open arms, you are faithful and just, to cleanse us of all of our unrighteousness if we have but just to ask. Lord, I love you pray for this day and I pray for my listeners. That they be strong today. That they look to you. Uh, Lord, I love you. Amen. Praying. Amen. Man, I'm kind of a <clears throat> Not really the way I like to start my day. Gotta be a little more upbeat than this. I gotta go into this building and treat all these sick people dying. I have to be the upbeat one. I have to be the one with the smile. I have to be the one to try to make them laugh. Try to make their day better. To let them know that it'll all be okay. Even when I know it won't be. I gotta get in there and be that guy. Alright. Okay, guys. Have a good morning.